Hey, hey, friends. Welcome to the Billings Coaching Podcast. We're Greg and Gina Billings. We're passionate about individuals and parents living in freedom by overcoming limiting beliefs or blocks that prevent them from their desired outcomes. Thanks for joining us. Hey, friends. Welcome back. We're excited you're here. If it's your first time, welcome. We're so glad that you found us. And if you're returning, we uh, are excited that you're here to listen to some more. Awesome. We are so excited to have you back. And uh, last time, our last podcast, we explained the reason for our tagline. Not your parents' family. Yes. And who we are, just in case you don't know, is I am Gina Billings. I am Greg Billings. We are husband and wife. We are coming up on 24 years of marriage next month in April. Just in case, yes, just in case you're listening to this, not uh, right now. In what is it? It's March right now. Actually, it's our um, our twins' birthday. They are 15. Hard to believe that we've we've done it. Like we've gotten one, our oldest, to 18. And now number two and three to 15 years old. And coming in behind in September will be our last teenager. She'll be turning 13. Wow. I know, four teenagers. Yeah. And people ask, oh my gosh, you have four teenagers. How is that going? And honestly, I say, I love it. Like, I love having teens. Having kids little was a lot of busy work, and teenagers is a lot more um, inner work <laughs> and <laughs> thought-provoking. Mm-hmm. What we found in our journey of being parents, creating our own way, and continuing on from our last segment of Not Your Parents' Family, we've done lots of inner healing work mm-hmm. to be in this place of enjoying our children as teenagers. Mm-hmm. Do you want to say anything about that? <laughs> Greg's looking at me like, um... <laughs> I mean, yeah, we've done a lot of inner healing, but we have coaches too, so we're not only coaches, but we have coaches as well that coach us on our um, baggage. I'll use that terminology. I think that's uh, appropriate. Because uh, we tend to carry a lot of that not-your-parents-family baggage into our uh, relationships and our children's upbringing. I think early on we recognized that we did that. We were bringing things from experiences, which is how you typically do life, right? With experiences yeah. as your child mm-hmm. or as society paints a picture. And we bring that into the the uh, dynamic and some of the stuff we recognized early on wasn't working so we made a shift and that's where the not your parents family uh, came into play we recognized it and kind of said it out loud and we're laughing about it going that's a good one and we've shared that with others and they've loved it too they're like wow that is really a good one it's not to it's not again it's not to blame your parents or your the generations it's just to hey, let's take a look at this. Yes, it's a different time of raising your children. You and your spouse, um, 
you know, husband and wife, mother and father have come together and created new life at a new time. Mm-hmm. So what worked for your parents in raising you, they most likely did it to the best of their ability. Well, they did. They all did a great job. We said that last time. Yes. Well, I, I will say that they did it to the best of their ability. Like, I can't speak for everybody who's listening. Mm-hmm. In our own experience, we we honor our parents. We honor and respect who they are and that we're at this point and we're moving forward. Like, as believers, we know that God wants us to ever expand. Like, this is this world that we live in, we're continuously expanding. We've taken what Greg and I have learned from our families of origin, and we're pouring that into our, our four children, letting them build on a new foundation. So we, we've, been, we've built on a foundation from our individual families as um, parents, and now our kids, we're preparing them for the next generation. Mm-hmm. So that's really what, what we're up to, is creating new legacies, creating, a, taking the generation and taking the things that worked and, the, and healing the things that didn't work. Mm-hmm. Really letting um, that generational, I don't want to necessarily use the term curse, but generational legacies that have been brought forth and to hold them out. Can I explain? Be aware. Be aware. I Let me finish. Let me to be aware of of what's there and what's working and what's not working. And that's what we started to do early on is noticing our kids' behavior when they were young. They were crying, they were whining, they were lying, they were hiding. And most parents are like, "Oh yeah, that's just normal. That's that's there's on one hand, it's part of the natural part part of the natural um, evolution of being a child and the brain development and learning things and parents also providing that guidance. There's also the inner healings that have not occurred that perpetuate those things and don't stop those things from continuing on. So that's that's what I talk about when I'm talking about changing generational legacies. What did you want to say? I can't remember. No, I'm kidding. Um, I was cued in by the curse, the generational curse that a lot of people will hold on to and see in their life and their experience as it's something and a burden they have to carry and they don't have a choice around it. When they're an individual all their own, mm-hmm. and they do have a choice around it. And through coaching, I know we've gotten and can help with that You know that aspect of, hey, that is not what is true. What do you want to do? How do you want to be? Don't continue to, because there's generations of people that have, hey, I'm just cursed. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna be an alcoholic, because my father was an alcoholic. And my grandfather was an alcoholic. And my grandfather's grandfather was an alcoholic. No, that's not true. It can be broken off. And you can be your own individual person. Mm -hmm. Powerful. And and an example of the power of 
thought and mind because it's all in the language and you continuing to keep that alive by saying it over and over I'm a gambler you know, I have an addiction to gambling or I'm a loser or I'm a failure all these adjectives that have a negative impact on your mindset absolutely and what you're speaking about is that language is your belief because what's in your heart is going to flow from your mouth if your language is negative talking about being a loser i'm a failure i'm a gambler i'm an alcoholic i i'm late i i'm ugly whatever your flavor is that is a belief that you hold and we call that a limiting belief because that's not expansive that is not of the kingdom that is from the enemy that is things that are going to divide that are going to keep us small that are going to pull us down and want us to hide mm-hmm. it's empowering it's it's that awareness of what is my language how am i speaking about myself about my children about my spouse about my life that is so important to recognize and it can be shifted Mm -hmm. and that's that's more of that inner healing work that we're talking about and changing the generational legacies that are that are taking place when our kids were young we recognized like i like i said before we recognized this isn't the way that we want our family to go we we were perpetuating what was going on and what we experienced because that was our experience that's all that we knew that's what was modeled to us that's what the the culture was like granted our our parents before um our parents did better than their parents did so each generation is building on the next and hopefully doing better that's our intent for our children is to have that solid foundation in the healing that they are raised up and lifted up to walk out in this world from a higher place mm-hmm. and I think in most recent times even is old I mean we're in our 50s and um, there's a lot of inner healing that needs to occur for me or for us I'm not going to put words in your mouth for us to be um, able to move on too because stuff continues to come up not as a victim but as a just life experiences come up and they have an impact on now and being able to heal your own issues um, is a huge Mm -hmm. thing I mean I know this Sunday uh, was that yesterday no Saturday (laughs) that was Saturday Um, I had some pretty powerful epiphanies in the day about me and forgiveness and being able to forgive not others at this point in my life I've forgiven the people that I've impacted through sobriety mm-hmm. but it's forgiving myself like 
deeply looking at that and forgiving myself for being for doing so much to me it, it's that yeah. Yeah. it's an important part because what you're saying about yourself like we were talking about earlier what you say about yourself if if you're continuing to hold on to that you're keeping yourself in the prison mm -hmm. and it keeps you right there it keeps you stuck mm -hmm. and not being able to see possibility because you can hear it a lot you mm -hmm. can hear it from all kinds of different sources and then it becomes like the the charlie brown teacher of wah 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 mm -hmm. and you don't experience it at the heart level at knowing that you're forgiven that you're loved Mm -hmm. Well, I mean, this has been a huge experience, this whole thing for all of us, my, or the kids and ourselves included, during this whole journey from selling everything that we own in California, packing the kids up in an, our RV and traveling, is what we did, ending up in um, Oklahoma. Uh, about how many months into that were we? Three? Four? I don't know. I don't know. Months, and then we ended up in Oklahoma, and... I'm trying to figure out where I'm going with this, just that it, um, you have this picture of what life will be like in, especially in the age, and when things don't meet your expectation, um, I think that's when the, the devil tries to get his claws in on you. Um, and it's easier to, um, you know, God's, God is the light. God is mm -hmm. the bright, the light, you know, and Satan is darkness, so when you start feeling that pull into darkness, is how I want to say it, um, I go, I do my devotional, go to God, read the Bible, listen to pastors, um, call, call a coach, get coached. Yeah, so, so you have I, some good routines set up. To so that I get out of that, way. well, so I get out of that negative mindset because it's easier, I think, to stay in the negative than it is to stay in the positive. Maybe not for everybody, but I... Well, it becomes a, a spiral because once you start spiraling one way, you can spiral upward or downward. Mm -hmm. And it's always a choice. Mm -hmm. It's recognizing that it's a choice. Recognizing that you're choosing life or you're choosing death. Mm -hmm. And I, I think that that may, may sound harsh and so um, simple, but when I choose to not do my routines that are things that keep me lifted up and keep me in the light and keep me spiraling upwards and when I do the little oh I just won't you know, I don't have time right now to do my devotional or to write my goals mm -hmm. then the next day oh you know what is, if I'm far enough away from it then I start to feel that that darkness starts to take over and doing the routines now I've, d I've done them for so long that it feels good to do the routines and it actually feel I feel off if I don't do them and that that's been a huge thing for me to stay focused in the midst of life going on like there's I remember there was um, something tragic had happened 
and there was a break in relationship and so one day I did my routines felt good and did everything and the next day there was this break in relationship that was a huge impact on me hmm. I woke up and I did my routine and it set that baseline of okay I can I can remain calm everything is not completely ruined in my life like I was able to hold it out and have an awareness that life continued on and there was this bump in the road about this break in relationship hmm. and I I can overcome it so that was a really good lesson for me and also to take that and see that in my children as as I parent my children and be their mom and it looks like, oh my gosh, my best friend isn't talking to me. This happened, that happened. To give them perspective. And to ask them, like, ask them about it. What does that feel like? And we um, started that with mad, sad, or glad. Like to acknowledge the feelings. Once we did that, it, w- it was like a miracle. <laughs> to acknowledge those feelings of what was going on. And then Greg and I started doing it with each other. Uh, you know, when, if I'm in breakdown, once I acknowledge how I feel about it, I was able to move forward. It unstuck me. And mm-hmm. then I was able to see, like, move, take little baby steps into possibility. So we saw that with our, with our children, them able to move forward in, in that. And now, as teenagers and young adults, they're able to, like they have that tool they're able to do that on their own and if they're not they come to us they know that we're a safe place to land and we're not going to wrong them or tell them that they don't feel that i, I think that's called ghosting to say oh no no you don't feel like that ignore it but to acknowledge it so then you can move beyond it it's not wallowing in it and it's not that we're going to live our life like that but to acknowledge it because um, we are spiritual beings with a physical body and we feel things mm-hmm. we feel pain pain becomes a motivator and moves us out of one place and into another place um, that may be another topic for another day mm-hmm. <laughs> that we can get further into but we I think uh, go ahead. I'm not just also on our website which is in the process of being renewed. Thank you for all your hard work on that. Yes. Um, the connection cards are cool, a little a tool that we have on our website. Absolutely. Those... Uh, Questions to ask each other. Yes. They, they help to create conversations. Even what we've started lately is the weekly um, family meetings. Yes. I don't know if I want to call it a meeting, but a family gathering mm-hmm. um, or get-together to where we uh, talk about uh, highs and lows. Mm-hmm. Um, and it sparks conversation on, and what would have I always like that one too it, my week was an 8 well what would have made it yeah, a 10 yeah we do a, a scale of yeah. on 1 to 10 how connected did you feel with family 1 being not connected 10 being great connection I mean because we're everyone's so busy mm-hmm. you know and, and, and our family is really our, our all we've got uh and I consider everybody in the world what our family. What do you mean family. by all we got? Well, our direct family is is who we have. I don't know if that was the right words to say, but where we can be really raw 
and uh, transparent. Got like the inner circle yeah. of of. Um, yeah. Because all we want to do is help. Security. I know that's what we want to do. Is our intention here is to help you, help people. We yeah, want to empower love you. on you, empower you, and have you live that that powerful life that you want to live. Yeah, absolutely. So we hope that this has served you, because like Rake said, that's what we want to do. We want it. We we love helping. We love serving others. And if you found this of benefit, please share it. Comment, like, and share. Let others know about this conversation. Mm -hmm. And let's change generations, starting with your own family. Amen. So be blessed. Check us out on billingscoaching.com. And we will see you next time around. See you next week. Bye. Thanks for listening. Join us next Wednesday. You can find us on Facebook or Instagram at Billings Coaching. Please like, comment, and share. Our website is billingscoaching.com. Thank you again, and have a great day.